I officially hate people. <laughs> okay. So, we went out and uh, did some grocery shopping. We went to the um, went to the dog park. That was nothing nothing big there. Mm-hmm. Went grocery shopping, and I kid you not, we're at the grocery store, and I think like three people cut us off and like just completely blocked us, so we had to change directions. I had grabbed one guy's cart and moved it about five feet back, walking past him. Mm-hmm. Was just so annoyed with it. We went into the corner over in the deli section, you know where. Uh, where they have all the uh, the hummus and the mozzarella cheese and all those, and this and we're sitting here having conversations, so we're out of the way and out of the corner, and this woman just walks up right behind us and is just listening to our conversation, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, are we in your way? Oh no, I'm just listening. Just walk off. I'm like, what? What the heck is your issue? Like, people try to, you know, how many? I, I, we try to get out of people's way, and people just absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> How were people while I was gone? Were you guys good? Is it just me or what? I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't really pay attention. Okay. You want to hear something crazy though? Huh. So, our insurance company called me up mm-hmm. uh, yesterday and told me that uh, my insurance payments were all going up, right? Okay. And so I asked why because I went from three thirty three thirty one on the cars. To five hundred and ninety dollars, okay. And I was like, "Um, tell me why? Because I'm about to leave you guys because that's ridiculous, right?" And they're saying that because we have a license, another licensed driver living in the house. And I thought, "Oh, okay, they're talking about Keisha." I was like, "Okay, I'll sign whatever exemption or whatever because Keisha doesn't drive my vehicles, right?" Mm-hmm. Nope. There's another licensed driver. Guess who they're talking about? Oh, did she tell you? No, I oh. just yeah. It, a, apparently, her 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 permit is a license. Like it's not a permit; it's a license. She looked at my insurance agent. I was like, she didn't get her license. She went and looked it up on the DPS website and looked it up on public data, the t- public data website, and said, nope, it's a driver's license. She goes, it says driver's license, not driver's permit. And I'm like. And so I called her over. I'm like, let me see it. And so she lets me see it. It says driver's license. That's funny. So somebody somebody messed up. So she actually has a driver's license right now. That's funny. So I'm like, okay, but I, I'm I'm not going to almost double what I pay. Yeah. Insurance, and they're just going to give me no heads up. All of a sudden, it's just going to be double. I'm like. You're guaranteeing I'm leaving you guys. That's what you're doing right now. I'm not going to pay $600 a month for somebody who barely touches a car as it is. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yours. You have a state ID, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't say driver's license on it. Mm -mm. It just says state ID, right? Yeah. And it's still turned up, right? Sideways. Because it's like under 20. Was it under 21 when you got it? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, no, no, so, hmm? No, it's not. Okay. Well, hers is. Yeah, because she, no, I got, I got my Texas ID mm-hmm. after my birthday. Okay. So, yeah, yours is normal. Yeah. And hers is, hers is turned so yeah. that, yeah, you can tell that she got it under 21. And sure enough, it, it doesn't say driver's permit. Mm-hmm. It says driver's license. 
And I'm like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And not only that, I have to look at it again. I swear it says Class B on it. Hmm. Class B means she can drive a bus. Yeah. Class A, (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? what's going on? So, yeah, wanting to get that one resolved and and figured out. And then, um, you know, uh, earlier I had Lily... And Lily and I were doing the podcast this morning. Didn't do any national days, but aside from it being, you know, obviously <laughs> Independence Day because it's July 4th, mm-hmm. it's also National Ribs Day. And I was like, ooh, ribs sound good. But, you know, I don't know. We're not really a big rib family. Yeah. I mean, seriously, right? I mean, we're more, we're a brisket family before we're a rib family, right? Yeah. So I was like, because I was looking at it and it was like, they were the same price. And I'm like, why would I get ribs? You're paying for, because in my mind, you're paying for a good weight of bone. Yeah. It's like the dogs like it. And don't get me wrong. I make good ribs. But mm-hmm. when I compare the amount of meat, would I rather have $50 in ribs or $50 in brisket? Yeah. <laughs> and with the smoker, and you've got the system down. Holy mm-hmm. crud, that last. <sighs> See, that last brisket you made. That wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. It was really good. So, anyways, good afternoon and welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything. Where I'm Joey, and I'm Nikki, and we talk about everything because everything's stupid. So, um, there are some things I want to talk about today. It is our Independence Day, but uh, you know, our Supreme Court in the last week while I've been gone, because I've been gone, yeah. you know, last week. So, podcast has definitely been in a different different place, different way. But holy crud, the Supreme Court like woke up and did like three different things. And uh, the first thing I'm going to say is, is I don't know how much you understand about the Supreme Court, but a Supreme Court basically is is the final say. Right. You can go and appeal the Supreme Court, but they when the Supreme Court says something, it's basically what becomes law and okay. the final decision. So for prime example, especially for what we're going to talk about. Um, was in 2017 in Colorado, and I'm sure you know the case because we talked about it, um, I think, before. Um, but there was uh, the Masterpiece Cake Shop, right? And mm-hmm. they had a gay couple came in, and they were engaged. And oh. and they said that they wanted to have a cake made, right? That was so long ago. Right, yeah. Well, it's 2017, so yeah. <laughs> and And so... In 2012, this the same-sex couple comes in, and they said, you know, we want to be, we're going to be lawfully married, and so we want you guys to make our cake. And so the owner of the cake shop um, basically said, you know, um, and uh, the, the owner's name is uh, Jack Phillips, and he's a Christian, and he declined the request. He let the, the couple know. He's like, hey, you know what? Um, your your beliefs don't align with my beliefs and I don't want to make this cake for you. And, you know, they said you're happy, happy to let you purchase things at the store and everything else, but not going to make a wedding cake for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it became a huge thing, became a court case. Um, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission came in, Colorado Court of Appeals came in and eventually it made its way up for the, the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court initially had decided and said, no, you have to make the cake. 
Okay, but obviously this was over at this point. This is just the 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 oral arguments and everything at this point. The the couple was already married, but this this whole thing was there because they were trying to shut these people down and mm-hmm. shut down their business and everything. So, what did you think about that? So we'll talk about that first. That it's it's dramatic. I understand being frustrated, being turned down by a business for that exact reason, but it um well i lost my train of thought it's okay (laughs) okay well let's put it this way did you think they should have had to make the cake no okay so do you think that the 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 couple had the right to sue them to make them make the cake i mean anybody has the right to sue people okay but (laughs) does it make it right right i mean like most businesses have a sign, most especially those that are locally owned or operated. They say we reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So here, here's the thing that, that I look at with it is had Jack literally not said why he was not going to do the cake and literally just said, hey, I'm sorry, we can't do your cake. And they would be like, well, I want a reason why. No. That would have, what would the arguments have been, right? Yeah. Like, they have the right to do it, but they, but he chose to step out onto that battlefield, right? And say, cause you're gay and I'm, and I'm Christian and I don't agree with that lifestyle. If you were about to get married and somebody had said that to you, what would your response be? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, that's what I was saying is that it's frustrating mm-hmm. and I understand being upset by it, but wanting to shut down an entire business because they don't agree with you and you got your feelings hurt is dramatic. Okay. And so in that you are a reasonable person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? You're a reasonable and sensible person because like for me, it would be the same thing. Like if they sat there and said, if if it was a gay couple and said, look, we don't do straight cakes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when I was, I was 22. Yeah, I was 22. And uh, that we used to have, I, gosh, I cannot remember the name of the gay club that was downtown Sacramento. Um, but I'd, I'd gone there several times because I had several gay friends and I would go with my gay friends. And but there was specifically like one night that they had dedicated to a gay only entry. Right. Okay. And so they said that, you know, I came in there like Joey um we like you and we enjoy having you over here but tonight is for gays only mm-hmm. and i was like oh all right i was a little embarrassed yeah. you know and i wasn't gonna like <laughs> Ooh, my bad you know my gay, bad, can i gay for a day type me and i was like okay and it was like i think it was like their anniversary or whatever whatever it was and i was like okay and i told my friends i'm like hey you guys want me to come back because i drove and so I was like, so I told my friends, I'm like, do you want me to come back and pick you up? And they're like, no, no, we'll get, we'll get rides home. Don't worry about it. You know, I was like, okay, no, not a big deal. So I went home. I wasn't mad. I didn't sue the place. Right. It's like, yeah. that was their, their preference for that night. And, and it's like, so I, I was just like, okay. And with, with this couple, I, I, I feel like I would want to know, like, wouldn't you rather like, Hey, this place doesn't doesn't like us because we're gay. I don't want to give these people money. 
Mm-hmm. If they don't approve of my lifestyle and they don't approve of, of what I have, like if we had somebody make us a, p- a pineapple cake, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, we're poly, you know, oh. type situation. Um, and it's like, and they're like, we don't, we won't make you a pineapple. I, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to get you shut down. And, and it's like, and then it just gets way out of control. Yeah. But the bottom line for me is I, I think that if you're a business owner and you want to discriminate, go for it. Because ultimately, you know what's going to happen. You're going to you're gonna you're gonna face the repercussions of that financially, yeah. right? It's like I I sit there and it's like there was there was oh yeah there was uh, one restaurant and I can't remember I think it was in uh, Pennsylvania, but there was a restaurant that literally was like you know we don't want straight white people conserv or conservatives here or anything like that, mm-hmm. and they went out of business. You know, yeah. it's like good. Let them, let them. I, you, I want, I want to know where I stand with people. Like Dave Chappelle uh, did this one set, and it was really awesome. And it was back when he was just like very young in his career. I think he was like twenty years old, mm-hmm. and he did uh, comic relief um, with Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal, and Rob Williams, right? And he sat there and he said, you know that that he'd heard this one woman. She was sitting there talking, and she said, "I want to know." She goes, I wish that everybody told me where I stood because I want to know. And he goes, you know, racially. And he goes, that is the dumbest motherfucking idea I have ever heard in my life. Could you imagine if we lived in a world where everybody said what they wanted to say racially? And I get that he that, you know, his premise behind it was was hilarious, obviously. But at the same time, I get it because, look, if I go to a restaurant and I, or I'm going to go visit a restaurant, but then I find out that that restaurant hates me mm-hmm. or hates my lifestyle or hates who I am. I want to know because I don't want to give them my money Yeah, because my wallet speaks. Right. I don't want to be in a place where I'm not welcome because that's not where I'm going to get good service. That's not where my money's best going to be utilized for growth. And so the thing is, is like, you know, we joke around about it now. You know, well, it's not a joke. It's it's a thing. It's get woke, go broke. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on. Bud Light, they're yeah. they're smashed because of it. Target, holy crud! You know, it's it's all of these businesses. Even Chick Fil A, you know, I don't even I don't remember what they actually did, but holy crud! Like there were a bunch of people like, "Yep, we're not going Chick Fil A anymore." I'm like, how many times have I heard that though? Hobby Lobby, Chick Fil A, and those oh, you no, know, Chick Fil A. It was like the the owner. The, the owner of the actual company. Mm-hmm. It was something like the owner of the actual company went to a, ch- a church or, like, supported a church that supported anti-gay organizations. Oh, okay. And so through the chain of that, mm-hmm. people got mad at Chick-fil-A. That's, that's what I heard. I don't know. I could be very wrong. Oh, that's fine. I'd, yeah, I actually didn't... I, I, you know, I, I didn't look to see what it was and it's like, you know, but whatever it is, it's like, good. I want people to, I want to know. Right. I, it's like, my attitude is like, I want to know what, what's wrong because I want to decide if I'm going to give them my money or not. Now, Anheuser-Busch, I don't buy Bud Light. I don't generally drink beer anyways. Right. And it's like, so that wasn't a thing to me, but you know, I, I also didn't let them be sneaky about it with going, oh, yeah, I have Negro Modelo, which was owned, is owned by Anheuser-Busch. I was like, nope, that's still owned by the same company, just mm-hmm. to let everybody know. 
And people got ticked off that I said something. And it's like, why can't you leave well enough alone? I'm like, because I'm an ass. Right. Mm -hmm. But but yeah. So but the Supreme Court has while I was gone, um, they have turned a lot of things. And what's amazing is and I don't know if you know this, but um, the Democrats brought, you know, brought in another judge to try to what's called stacking Mm -hmm. the odds. Right. Wanted to find somebody that would find in their favor. So for the first time ever, we, you know, now had more Supreme Court justices and it was, you know, a Democrat nominee. Mm-hmm. So it was like, whatever. And I don't care. I'm like, whatever is going to be is going to be. Corruption is corrupt. Right. Yeah. So but the Supreme Court now and this is this is what's crazy. The Supreme Court now has ruled in favor of a Christian designer on a gay wedding website case where, you know, a um Literally, a, you know, guy couple came in or wanted this gay website done. And the company literally said, no, not going to do it. We're, it's it's against our belief. So we're, we're not going to do this. And so they went and brought it up again to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court this time says, hey, you know what? No, people have the right to not do that. And yeah. that's that's where it is. And go go put your money somewhere else, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And so so it's like, oh. Okay, you know, guess that's just where that is. And and it was like, and okay, and and my attitude again, I agree with this, right? Mm-hmm. What you? It's like, should you be forced to do something you don't agree with? No. Okay, because that's what freedom is, right? Yeah. Where freedom is, if you have a business and you don't want to do something, you shouldn't be forced to do this. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's kind of where that is now. I, I will say this. Um, my understanding was that I don't know if the place is still open, but the Colorado bakery mm-hmm. closed their doors and it's like, OK, so, you know, people decided not to give them their money, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Harassment doesn't matter. So but the Supreme Court said, hey, you know what? If somebody doesn't want to want to do that kind of business, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have to do it. Right. It's like. And, and for me, that's a win because that's a big win, right? Because we literally have a society that is trying to normalize pedophilic yeah. um, behavior. And I will tell you straight out, and I'll say it right here. I don't care. It can be used against me because I will have done it proudly. If anybody tells me that it is legal for somebody to assault my daughters and somebody goes to do it, I will destroy them. I will end them. I will end their subscription to the game of life. I will absolutely make sure that they take lessons in breathing underwater. I will happily return them to the planet that they came from. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't care if it's legal or not. I will go to jail for that. I will go to prison for that. Mm-hmm. I will spend the rest of my life enjoying Father's Day cards, you know, care of the Texas penal system. Okay? Because that's just, that's, I'm, I'm, it's never going to be there. So, but what this did was this allowed me to be in a place where I don't have to have one extra decision. Because then what if somebody decided that, you know, they should they should be allowed to be a teacher at my school and they have to be allowed to be a teacher at my school, even though they're a registered sex offender. Mm-hmm. Like, 
those kinds of things. This is the kind of door that gets opened up. And now people sit there and they say, oh, this is ridiculous. This is never going to be a thing that people are going to do. But I also want to point out that 20 years ago, you know, under the Affordable Health Care Act, as that was coming into play, there was there was the whole, hey, look, we're not going to be looking at it as, you know, um, sexually affirming surgeries or anything like that. They're considered cosmetic. They're not considered a mandate. Right. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, hey, if, you know, an underage child wants to change their gender, we think that, you know, the Affordable Health Care Act should include that and pay for it. So taxpayer dollars yeah. pay for that surgery. No. Like if you want it and you're an adult and, and I don't think that should be allowed anyways. I think that's one of those things that, hey, you should be an adult and ready to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, oh, my gosh, as a kid. I mean, seriously, yeah. just just your hormone levels are, are stupid. You're stupid when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. You're stupid half the time when you're an adult. So I know I'm stupid half the time and I'm an adult. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, OK, but the Supreme Court wasn't done there. They didn't stop there. Okay. Um, the Supreme Court actually uh, struck down. We've talked about this before. Um, the college debt forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Right. What do you think about that? Did you hear about that at all? Not really. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but one of the things that a lot of these uh, socialism and, um, you know, uh, politicians have talked about was if they're elected, they're going to eliminate student debt. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is student debt is a voluntary contract between you and a debtor. And in most cases, that debtor is the federal government. Mm -hmm. Right. Where. You agree to pay for your student loan. It's a personal agreement between you and them, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't get rid of it. You can't go declare bankruptcy and then be like, ha, don't owe money on my student loan. It's it's just there. That's that's part of what you agree to. Now, no matter what job you get, what degree you, you pursue, no matter what field you try to go into, you owe this money. And it is honestly a big part of what the federal government utilizes for funding. Mm -hmm. OK. And so everybody's saying, oh, we're going to forgive. You know, we're, we want to eliminate student debt. It's not what they want to do. What they want to do is they want to take an amount and it, it has jumped all over the place. But we start at ten thousand dollars and we want to remove this from, you know, from you being liable to pay this. And we're going to put that burden on the taxpayers because the money doesn't just disappear. Yeah. The debt doesn't just disappear. But it could because the federal government is the one holding that debt, but the federal government holds that equity of that debt. Okay. So what Biden was specifically trying to do, what our president was trying to do is to say, I'm going to make sure that you guys are $10,000 less mm -hmm. on, on your debt. What do you think of that? I don't do you think that, okay, let, I'll try it this way. I'm going to make $10,000 of your debt. I'm going to take it away from you and I'm going to spread it out over taxpayers mm. and force other people to pay for your debt, yeah. your voluntary debt. So now what do you think of it? That's not nice. Right. Especially because one of the things that Lily and I talked about was that they raised our debt ceiling so much to a point that Lily and Tabby now are going to turn into adults that are going to owe $200,000, $180,000 each. Just to pay up what they've increased the debt ceiling to for money that we're just frivolously spending. 
that's not even ours. It's not even the government's money to spend, and they're just doing it, mm-hmm. like, grossly. So, so if you make a deal for something that you have to pay back, you think it's fair to say that everybody else should pay back for it? No. Okay. And the Supreme Court agrees. The Supreme Court killed, on uh, June 30th, the Supreme Court killed uh, Biden's student debt plan um, in a set, which is a setback, you know, NPR is like, oh my gosh, it's a setback for, for millions of borrowers who are now going to be on the hook to not only um, pay this money, but they're going to have to get back into their normal payments because they've uh, postponed uh, your your college loan payments while the decision has been made on this, right? Mm. Well, now they're going to have to going to have to pay for it, and so seventy seven uh, page document back, and it was like you know. Originally, they were trying for $20,000, and it was $10,000, and then it was, you know, just the numbers and everything, but literally, nope, um, and come fall, again, everybody's uh, going to have to start making their payments and their accrual payments and everything else, and I'm, I'm good with that, and this is, you know, a quote-unquote stacked Supreme Court because... People got so politicized about the Supreme Court, but they forget that the Supreme Court is about law. It's about upholding the Constitution, right? The Constitution says that I have the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that your debt isn't my responsibility, mm-hmm. right? That the things that you make decisions for in life aren't something that I have to pay. So it was like, holy crud. And then the Supreme Court went even one step further, and it was... I, I don't know how I feel on this one. I kind of, I, I don't know. I'm mixed. So, um, and uh, I'll just say that this, this is, will be where we leave it on this one. But the Supreme Court officially rejected affirmative action at college at colleges, uh, marking them as unconstitutional. So they ruled that affirmative action admission, admission policies of specific colleges, um, which would give weight to somebody give weight to a student based on, you know, their gender, their color, their, you know, sexual preference or anything like that. They ruled that as unconstitutional, right? Okay. They said, "Hey, you know what? No, if you're going to be admitting people, you need to be admitting people on on the merits of their actions and what they do as part of their actions because there's been a lot of really weird stuff going on like and we talk about like how being it, it amazes me that these people who talk about being not racist, right? Hating racists are the most racist damn people I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Right? Literally, and I'm not kidding, this is an actual thing. If you are Asian, there's a 20% curve that you have to have a 20% higher SAT score to be able to have the same admission chance as a black student. And if you're a man, it was like, so like all of these different things, affirmative, all these affirmative action programs that were sitting there saying, oh yeah, we're going to be helping all these people and screw all of you guys. So if you're a class valedictorian and you, you bust your tail and you just happen to be a mix of white and Asian, um, you know, and male, your odds of getting into college are lower. Your ability for scholarships are lower your the likelihood of of you being accepted in a restrictive college because of affirmative action is mm-hmm. lower than somebody with lesser scores because of the color of their skin or because of their gender. So quite literally, yeah. 
the hypocrisy of being of being looked at and saying, you know, because the last time I checked, if you discriminated on somebody based on the color of their skin, mm-hmm. isn't that racism? Y- yeah. If you tell somebody that they can't get into college because they're the, not the right color skin, isn't that racism? Mm-hmm. If you tell somebody that they're not going to qualify for a grant because they're not the right nationality, isn't that racism? Mm-hmm. And when I say it like that, it sounds nice and clear that that's pure racism, right? Yeah. And yet, people were good with this. And now the Supreme mm-hmm. Court has been like, no, this is, this is ridiculous. How, how are you, how do you think this is okay? Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, so I just, anything you want to say or anything to that? Okay, so we'll end on on this because it is summertime and people get out and they go out and we go out and we've all been a victim of this. You know, it's it's crazy that I go out and I get ticks that just attack the crap out of me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how many ticks have you had since we've been here? I think just one. Right. I've had seven. Yeah, I've had seven. Holy crud. I had three the last time we went out. Right. Mm hmm. Well, I found out that it might not be a coincidence. So this is awesome. Associated Press is is talking about this. Hungry ticks can use this static trick to land on you and your pets. And actually, so I'm just going to read this. So hungry ticks have some slick tricks. They can zoom through the air using static electricity to latch onto people, pets, and other animals, new research officially shows. Humans and animals naturally pick up static charges as they go about their day. You're walking around and you literally are building up static. And that's Mm -hmm. why if you touch somebody and you've both built up static, bam, you charge each other, right? Happens indoors, happens outdoors. Well, humans and animals naturally pick uh, pick up the static. And those charges are enough to give ticks a boost to their next meal, according to a study that was published Friday in the Journal of, um, of Current Biology. While the distance may seem tiny to us the equi- it's the equivalent of jumping three to four flights of stairs in one go says <laughs> author sam england an ecologist at uh at berlin's natural history museum ticks which are ambush president uh, predators um can jump or fly onto their hosts he said Instead, or they can't jump or fly under their host, he said. Instead, they hang out on a branch or a blade of grass with their legs outstretched, a behavior known as questing. <laughs> like they're out there just literally like, where is it? Where are you? And wait for people or animals to pass by so they can grab on and bite. It seemed that ticks were limited to how far that they could go, that stretch out their tippy toes, England said. But now scientists are learning that static charges may help expand their reach. They can now actually uh, end up latching onto hosts that don't make direct contact with them, he said. The researchers looked at a species of ticks called the castor bean tick, um, which is common across Europe. And this little bloodsucker and its cousins are the major culprits in spreading disease to animals and humans, which includes Lyme disease, which is most common. Mm -hmm. um, And they're most active in warm months, which is why I don't like really going hiking. But, you know, it is what it is. but researchers found that when they charged up electrodes and placed them near the young ticks, the creatures would whiz through the air to land on those electrodes. 
a normal level level of static that ch that the charge that you know fur feathers scales and clothes pick up in the movement mm -hmm. could also pull them across gaps that you know a fraction of an inch but according to the study but again you know a couple inches or whatever that's pretty good distance for a tick while the distance may seem small to us for a tiny tick it represents a huge lip uh, leap he said so basically the way that you walk and what you wear um can be the reason that ticks are able to get to you faster mm -hmm. it also makes sense that your small little midgety self isn't creating as much static right mm -hmm. and so that might be your advantage is what they're saying okay so you 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 little you just big yeah like you could almost ride a tick <laughs> but but yeah so i thought that was actually kind of made sense because i am the tallest one right mm -hmm. and i'm the one that gets the most ticks yeah like holy crud i think lily's had one or two two Lily's had two ticks. Tabby's had one. Kieran's had two. And I've had seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, just just crazy. So, what do you think? Anything to that? Or meh? Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. I just, I want to see, I, I personally, I want to see the video of a tick just whizzing <laughs> around a, a piece of static electricity. Yeah. So, but now that I understand what they're doing and how they're doing it, so it makes me wonder if like, okay, so here becomes a question. We use a tick repellent spray, right? Mm -hmm. Stuff is horrible for you. Like you don't want to get it on your skin. So we put it on our clothes. Yeah. What if I just used like static guard? Mm. Mm, it's definitely worth a try. Anyways, with that, have a happy 4th of July. Thank you for joining us. You can follow our link tree down below for all, everything that we do. And we'd appreciate all the support you could give us. Until then, peace out with your peace out.